I know a place where you can feel all right. Tell me, Mama. It's a little show called Placebo Effect. I'm gonna head over there right now. Come here, baby. Placebo Effect. Effect. Sure did make me feel alright. Placebo Effect. Placebo Effect. Welcome to Placebo Effect. Hello everybody out there in podcast land. Welcome to Placebo Effect with Karen and Erica. Well, you can see we made another hit song. I mean, they're coming out of us like... Diarrhea. Diarrhea through a screen door. (laughs) We figured that we could do a better job than the last Placebo Effect song. Yeah, and I think this is a lot better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If this doesn't hit number one on uh, Spotify for R&B, I don't know what I, will. I don't know what will. I don't think there is another song that could. No, they're, they're clearly, we're clearly amazing. Isn't it great how we start each show telling everybody about how amazing we are? I think, you know what, we're uh, we're just spreading our positivity, and I think more people will be... Well, I think we need all the help we can get. <laughs> So if, I, I if no no one else is going to say it, we are. We are. We are fucking amazing. We are. And so are all you guys. I have to say that I can't tell you how excited we are about the Facebook group. So excited. We hit 400 members. And, you know, that might not seem like a lot to people, but this group is growing in leaps and bounds. And I got to tell you, each person that comes on is amazing. Amazing. Like we... If you haven't come onto the Facebook group yet, you got to do it. We'll give all our deets at the end of the show and put them in the show notes. So without further ado, let's get started into this. <laughs> Erica has some crazy chairs here. <laughs> there wasn't, we didn't kill a mouse. Um, here, I just want to say something. I am an editing freak. And if I hear practically anything, it drives me crazy. And I just, you know, I just go screw it on this on this podcast because we're just sitting around talking. Yeah, and it, this is life. It, it, you know, people are going to make noises. Animals are going to make noises. I, I wanted to ask you, uh, how, how have you been feeling? I know you've been a little under the weather. I'm actually feeling better lately. How about you? Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit better. But you know what? This actually brings me into a story here. Are you doing it again? I, I'm doing it again. She is the best segue-er that's ever existed. Listen to her. Listen. Yep. Yep. That's me. You brought uh, it on. That's me. So what are you segueing to? I'm segueing right into this. Uh, this this <laughs> is the title of the story here. Volunteers at Duke, other sites, to be paid $3,300 to be deliberately infected with the flu virus. And this flu virus is the H1N1 virus. Okay. Do you want to explain a little bit about that? Uh, Yeah, here, let me just read a little bit. Uh, It's widely accepted that the flu and the torrent of uncomfortable symptoms that come with it are to be avoided at all costs. But a few selfless souls have signed up to get the infection so that one day, perhaps none of us will have to endure it ever again. And they get paid too. 3,300 bucks. 
$3,300. So it's basically for a handsome sum of $3,300, 80 adult participants across the research, like across these research facilities will receive a nasal spray with the virus and spend at least one week at an inpatient facility until they've stopped shedding the virus that is potentially infecting other people. Okay, so let's talk about what the H1N1 virus is. It's it's uh, horrible. It's that's one word to describe it. It's absolutely brutally. It's the swine horrible. flu, right? Yep. Yep. Okay, so as you all know that when this came out, it was it was killing people. Oh, it was it, it was devastating. It was like shutting down emergency departments everywhere. Yep. And again, people were being put on ventilators because of this. The the havoc it wreaks on your respiratory system is incredible. It is. People that have survived it, many have have survived it and they're fine now, but there are a select few people or there are people that are suffering from uh, permanent lung damage because of it. And, you know, that's going to shorten your life. You know, they they end up with chronic... um, bronchitis, uh, COPD, COPD. Uh, they get scar tissue in their lungs, that kind of thing. So knowing that now... Would you? For $3,300. Would you? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no as well. And I'll, I'll, I'll say no because I am one that I had bronchitis so many times when I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I know smoking doesn't help. And unfortunately, I'm a smoker, but I'm working on it. No, she's doing good. She's doing good. She's I'm almost good. done. I'm almost done. Uh, but for this, just the, the fact that... You know, it says here, uh, the flu can be fatal. Understanding how the flu operates is vital to defeating it. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention estimates that 36,400 to 61,200 people died from the flu in the United States between October 2018 and May 2019, and more than half a million people were hospitalized. Yeah, this is this is a bad one. And, okay, so I did a... Uh, I did an episode back, ooh, was it a few months ago? I think it was in the early summer on um, human medical experiments. Yeah. And this is an important discussion because, okay, obviously, when we think of human medical experiments, these are like, I think, of horrors. Oh, it, it, yeah. But the thing is, is that we kind of need to do them in order to um, find cures. Right. But this is where, um, consent comes in you need to know you need to know what's happening to you what you're agreeing to you need to know all the risks yes so this is where you go back and forth and some of the worst horrors of human medical experimentation took place you know when no not took place but people didn't know what they were getting into or they were just being things were being done to them and they had no idea no none at all and that's the thing i think that um a lot of people you know like this is okay. A lot of people are going to look at this and say, $3,300. I could use $3,300. Yeah. You know, and, but they have no idea these risks that they're getting into. Like this, um, you know, this infection, it says it's linked to serious complications, including pneumonia. I yeah. just had that. That sucked. Yeah. Heart attack and sepsis. Yeah. A- and, those, and so you get into sepsis, you're getting into meningitis and encephalitis in, and insane. You're, yeah, you're like, you're literally for $3,300. You're, you're basically picking a straw if you're if you're going to be okay or not. Yeah, no, it's true. And I, I think some of the I'm trying to find read, Oh, here it is. Some of the responses we got, though, were, were kind of funny. Um, I, I just want to 
I guess, okay, that's what I was trying to say was informed consent. Informed consent became a thing after the Nuremberg trials, after all the Nazi experiments, those fucking bastards, and uh, the and in Japan. And so that's when informed consent doesn't mean it was always done. But uh, yeah, so some of the responses here are, are funny. Uh, so Cassandra says, yes, I would. <laughs> Two, maybe three days of sickness for $3,300. Yes, please. Plus, if, if there's vomit involved, I usually get family time. <laughs> care off and then i wrote you maniac and then she wrote full-time mom and chauffeur the flu means i get days off from that i i i still couldn't do it i the risk is too much like uh aaron hughes says where do i sign oh then carrie ann says the article says a week at the facility not only would it get you time off there would be days you felt just fine and could chill out with no obligations (laughs) And then she went on to say, um, single mom of three, I would love a week off, even if it meant being sick. Yeah, I'd, I still... I, okay, so you guys, all right, I can see why you would entertain it. I definitely can see why, but I still, it doesn't matter. I couldn't, uh, I wouldn't put myself through that after just pneumonia. I've been sick for like a month and a half. I couldn't yeah. do it. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I've got a little story to tell. Shoot. So I was working in the ER when the swine flu hit. And the emergencies were kind of empty. We just only had the sickest patients for the most part. But as far as people, they were being told to like discouraged to go. It was pretty, pretty, I don't want to quiet in in the ER, you know, still busy, but nowhere near as, as much. So I was in triage one night and I was bored out of my skull. Like there wasn't even people that I could go help in other departments. Like we were getting up to shenanigans like you wouldn't believe. Amazing. You take people that are insanely used to using their brains and being busy and running crazy. Now they have all this time on their hands. So I went into (laughs) the trauma bay and there's this, um, if you've hurt your arm, or leg, it's like a pink foam that has like aluminum in it, like like a metal that you can form. Yeah. And then you put a bandage around it and it helps support your hand. And it's this like Pepto-Bismol pink color. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, I about? Yeah, exactly what you're talking about. So I went and spent the next hour making it into a pig mask. Oh. I built a helmet and full face mask that looked like a pig. And I sat in triage and put a sign around my neck that says, I have H1N1. Go home. Go home. Yes. And did you get any flack for that? Uh, I was too chicken to keep it on when people came in. That's fair. I put it under the table. But I waited till like my coworkers walked by and I just sat there and just stared. And they're like, oh, you fucking idiot. You are an ad- too soon. Thing is, I still have it. I just found it. So I'm going to have to put it on and take a picture with it. It looks like something like uh, from the, I don't know, um, Texas Lord Chains. Of the Rings. No, no. Or not Lord of the Rings. What was that movie? Uh, something like, the Flies. Lord of the Flies? Lord of the Flies. No, no, no. We're talking like Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre where they have like that, the guy has the um, like uh, burlap on his face oh, or, that. you know, this like so horrible looking. So I, I'm going to have to do that this week. I, I think you need to. I'd love to see it. Okay, so after story time here, moving forward. <laughs> moving forward. Uh, remember we were talking about the uh, sex phone operator last episode? Yes. Uh, well, this story that you're about to tell us. Where's the sound? Where is it? There it is. 
There we go. The queen of segues. Boom. I'm going to get better at it, I promise. It's just, I'm, you know. I think you're good at it. Thank you. All right. Okay, so the next story is Lancaster School ID badges appear to list a phone sex line instead of suicide prevention number. <laughs> uh, now, no one is saying that suicide is in any way humorous here, but I mean, if you, how can you screw it up that bad? I, and, and I would think they would it? check the number first, right? You would, you would think. But you're right. You have a point in who, who did it. Who did it? Who done it? Yeah. Lancaster, California from KABC. School officials in Lancaster were scrambling to respond Tuesday after a middle school after middle school students reportedly dialed a suicide prevention hotline and heard a sexually explicit message. New Vista middle school students allegedly stumbled across the sex hotline instead of the resource number they were originally looking for. I don't understand how you could screw that up. I don't know. Uh, The back of the student identification badges lists several emergency resource numbers. The difference between the two hotline numbers is just one digit. But it was enough to leave many parents furious. Quote, I was just kind of flabbergasted. I was very surprised, said parent Janine Lavelle. I was a little upset, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Lavelle said for kicks, her daughter called the number, then quickly alerted her to the call. They couldn't believe what they heard. And this is what they heard. Some recording for, you know, like, hey, hot stuff. Yeah, that stuff. Something, something. Like that, LaBelle said. I can't believe it says something, something. <laughs> hey, there, something, something. That's sexy. Thank you. Um, <laughs> administrators collected the old badges Tuesday and will hand out new ones, uh, school official, official said. And just, I think it's important, the correct suicide prevention number is 1-800-273-8255. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a mistake. I get it. I- I mean, they shouldn't really be, they're handing out new ones, they're trying to fix it. Whoever did it should kind of, you know, admit to (laughs) that they did it. Yeah, like I said, you know, I think everybody knows our stance on suicide and we support everybody getting help for each other. But just to add a little levity here, I mean, can you imagine? No. I mean, this isn't directed at adults. These are middle school kids. I would have shot my pants if uh, my kid came home and said, call this number, and then, you oh, know. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. am I hearing it? Speaking of shitting your pants, I got another story for you. Florida vacation home overrun by vomiting, pooping vultures. <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> well, well uh, from Fox News, which is a very uh, reputable site clearly we all know this yes um it's isn't not, it like the uh, inquirer of it yeah of the states i guess yeah well no inquirer is of the states i'm just thinking the quieter of inquire i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> quieter okay so let's just um yeah all right yes it's reputable it or, is it's totally or, reputable or, or not or not maybe a little bit um so it's it starts off it's it's not quite the tranquil vacation getaway this family had in mind a New York couple's luxurious vacation house in Florida has been taken over by dozens of vultures, and the birds are vomiting and defecating everywhere. Um, Siobhan and her partner purchased the three-bedroom, $702,000 home um, on a golf and country club in April. $700,000 home. $702,000 okay. home. Come on, let's, let's get the let's 200, let's get the 2,000 in there. Okay. 
Um, so they bought it in April. Four months later, the two, who has a two-year-old daughter, claimed that they are no longer able to visit because a neighbor is feeding the wildlife. <laughs> and the wildlife is feeding their house? <laughs> yeah. She described the smell from the birds as like a thousand rotting corpses. <laughs> She uh, she said she fears for her daughter's safety and uh, has guests park far away if they do visit to avoid the vultures pecking at the cars. Yeah, the yeah, um, and that would be I would think very expensive cars if their vacation home is seven hundred grand. Can you, how much would their real home be? I, I'm more seven hundred and three thousand. Me, I'm gonna say seven hundred and five. Okay. Um, so these birds do bring a lot of bacteria. Um, so she couldn't go outside and she had to have someone power wash twice before she could go outside. Um, she wanted to sell the house. That's what summer time light hazmat suits are for. Yeah. Quit your bitching. Exactly. Throw a suit on. Away you go. They have the summer wear. You should know. I, hey, listen, the amount of air that flows through those suits and do they not have them in pastel uh you know i'd never run into pastel i've ran into yellow and white well i think she needs to stop complaining i think she needs to stop being such a little bitch (laughs) and maybe she should join her neighbor and help feed these birds exactly maybe she should show her two-year-old daughter how to be how to yes how to be kind how to be kind to wildlife they obviously have a lot of money so share share Maybe sell your vacation home. If you could turn back time. I'm sorry, I said share. That's all I could think if about. If I could find a way. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Jack does it the best on uh, Will and Grace. Yeah, the share. Yeah. Oh, oh, God, my God. he's amazing. Okay, well, let's get back. Uh, we digress. Um, now, I, I always thought vultures were the most disgusting things in the world. In fact, they are pretty hideous to look at. They're they're not even I like I you know I love animals so much but yeah. they're not even really that cute as babies. <laughs> no, they're they're just fugly from the very beginning. They are so fucking fugly. But my girl Mary is like a bird enthusiast. She loves loves birds. Even vultures? Well, yeah, because this is what she told me. That vultures eat all the dead shit. Not literally they do. dead shit, no, but like sh- shit shit, but Yeah, so anything that that dies, they clean up the environment and save us from getting sick so to speak by literally eating dead things from the side of the road or wherever they may fall so no wonder when they vomited it smelled like 100 dead corpses i think that's what they said yeah it's something like that like because, rotting corpses or something because they were they're eating all the t- yeah that makes total sense maybe they meaning the vultures should sign up for this flu study was it the swine flu or the bird flu? Wait a minute. I'm H1 so confused N1. now. Hang on. Doesn't H stand for hog? <laughs> Erica, Erica looks so confused. No, I don't know. Um, while you're looking that up, why why are we sending these poor, poor uh, vultures to this? T- oh, are you going with that in case people die at the study? Yeah, they could eat them. So smart. I know. And then they they can test the vultures to see if they yeah. get bird flu. Exactly. Or swine flu. But then they're, but they're birds, it, it will maybe move and become bird flu. It's the swine flu. Okay. So we didn't solve anything. <laughs> I, we didn't, really. It, it's crazy. Like, I'm just looking at all these different... Uh, 
swine flu thingies. Um, it's, it's like, yeah, fever, runny nose, sore throat, body aches, chills, vomiting. So it's basically the, just the flu, but from a pig. Oh, see? Okay. Uh, the A slash H1N1 virus, an unusual cocktail of avian, swine, and human viruses. Okay. Bird flu, human flu, bird flu, human flu, swine flu. Pigs may harbor several flu viruses simultaneously. The pathogens may mix to create a new viral strain. Transmission, pigs to human by inhaling viral particles. There is no risk from eating cooked pork. That is disgusting. I used to love pigs. Like well, Esther the Wonder Pig. I love her. Who is that? You need to check it out on Facebook. It's pretty freaking amazing. Okay, well, I'll check her out later. Yeah. So, so speaking of freaking amazing, this next story uh, about the octopus, Karen, you got to tell, like, this is a ridiculous story. I have to say, if I were to pick one of my favorite stories, this is it's, it? it's this one. Yeah. I, it was a while back, I heard about the Darwin Awards, and I'm like, oh, what are the Darwin Awards about? That's that's pretty cool. Darwin, he's a genius, and, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. And then I realized that, you know, survival of the fittest and people that are not too brat. They, not too brat. They, they are up for these Darwin Awards, and I think it is fitting to this particular case. So, headline. Headline. Go ahead. Woman hospitalized after posing with octopus on her face. <laughs> and she said, I will never do it again. Why won't she ever do it again? Let me tell you. By, this story is by Megan Ray from Global News. That's Canadian, by That's the way. That's Canadian. When Jamie Biscaglia met fishermen who hooked no, that was right. When Jenny, when Jamie Biscaglia met fisherman who'd hooked an octopus, she couldn't help herself for stopping for a photo. The Washington native was in the Tacoma Narrows on August 2nd for a fishing derby and saw the opportunity to get a daring picture for a contest. Quote, it was a photo contest in the derby. So crazy me, hindsight now, looking back. I probably made a big mistake. She sure shit did make a big mistake. After Biscaglia placed the octopus on her face, it initially grabbed hold with its suckers. <laughs> and then it bit her. Right in the chin. These are, I love, I think on our story, some of the best things are the quotes. Yes. They are Quote. Right I had, <laughs> this is so funny. It's so good. I'm going to do a voice for her. Okay. Quote, it had barreled its beak into my chin and then let go a little bit, and it did it again. It was really intense pain, and when it went inside, and it, it just bled, dripping blood for a long time. End of quote. <laughs> so you, you got to see the video. She's posing in this picture with an octopus hanging off her chin. A little It's a small octopus, but... Oh, those beaks pack a punch. <laughs> those beaks pack a fucking punch. Yep. Uh, so what the owner of South Penn Salmon Sisters <laughs> didn't know was Why are that we part of this group called the Salmon Sisters? <sighs> We're going to go back to that. Finish your story. Okay. Um, 
didn't know is that the animal injected venom venom into her face after it bit her. It sure did. Unaware of the damage it was causing, she continued fishing for two days before the unbearable pain sent her to the hospital. I'm still in pain, she said. I'm on three different antibiotics. This can come and go. The swelling for months, they say. And a pus pocket on my chin. The also octopus <laughs> hurt her puss. <laughs> right in the kisser. Right in the kisser. Uh, a spokeswoman at the Point Defiance Aquarium <laughs> says it might have been a smaller version of the Pacific Red Octopus. Oh. They have powerful beaks. I just think octopus and beak, and I just... I- it just hear this picture in my face. Yeah, and the best part is, in the picture, she's wearing, she's like trying to get the octopus off her face. She's pulling it off in the picture. And her stupid t-shirt says, stay wild. <laughs> Why would you stick something, number one, on your face? But, like, she's so stupid. I want to put that uh, t-shirt on the octopus. Because it-, it stayed wild. It's. Can you imagine an octopus and its beak, and it's got a T-shirt under its beak that says "Stay Wild." Stay Wild, my friends. Stay That's Wild. Right. So it's, it goes on to say about the red octopus: they have powerful beaks in order to crack open crabs, <laughs> clams, and mussels. Their venom is used to paralyze their prey. Sometimes you got to crack open a crab. <laughs> Here, here's a little bit of a news story. I don't know if you guys. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to crack that clam. I am cracking that clam. That's what we do here at Salmon Sisters. Salmon Sisters, we like to crack clams and take no names. With our bakes. <laughs> <laughs> our, be- our beaks take a licking and keep on ticking. They take a licking and keep on a ticking. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, d- l- uh, luckily, uh, Biscaglia wasn't further hurt, and she says the experience has taught her a very important lesson. This was not a good idea. I will never do it again. Well, don't fuck with octopus. No, they're, they, it knew what it was doing, too, because octopuses are pi- octopuses. Octopuses. <laughs> are smart. They are very smart, yeah. I, uh, the, clearly the salmon sisters aren't so smart. <laughs> You have a story about the Sam sisters? Uh, you know what? That's probably for another show. And that was back in my youth. So, Oh, geez. Oh, okay. Jesus. So let's leave that for another show. Absolutely. I would like to end this today with a story told by our good friend Lorraine from the Facebook page. And she told us one of her stories. She was a nurse. And uh, these, this is one of her awesome stories. So I'm just going to read it. And thank you, Lorraine. Thanks, Lorraine. For this story. Now, she has a Welsh accent, which I can't do. Oh, I can't. So I'm not even going to try. And I don't really know what Lorraine's voice sounds like. Not really, because I've never met her. But I'm sure it's like, okay, Lorraine, I'm doing you. You ready? <laughs> I'm, doing ver- I'm doing varicose veins. Surgery on a very posh middle-aged lady. Very cut-class accent. There was an anesthetic that we used that sometimes induced some hallucinations either going under or, I'm sorry, Lorraine, or coming out of anesthesia and heard some funny things. Anyway, this lady was in recovery, just coming out of anesthetic. The team were around waiting for her to wake up with a gag reflex. (laughs) I don't know if she sounds like 
an 800 year old <laughs> decrepit leprechaun woman <laughs> so i don't think so uh, but, but lorraine let me know um uh so the, they're waiting for her to have a a gag reflex so that's how you know you're waking up you don't need the tube anymore because you're you're awake and you're fighting it yeah so so we went so we knew it was time to remove it. She gagged and we removed the tube. She smacked her lips and said loudy, loudly in her incredible accent, that's the best co- bit of cock I've had in years. That's the best bit of cock I've had in that years. That is the best bit of cock I've had in years. The whole I... recovery room just fell about laughing. Luckily, she didn't remember it. Phew. Lorraine, that's awesome. Thanks, Lorraine. That was great. Keep them coming. Look, guys, like, wow, look. Put them on. Like, let's tell your stories, please. This is great, you guys. Uh, this is this is a crazy story, you guys. Um, please send in your stories. Send in your crazy stories. Send in whatever you guys can find. Um, if you want us to talk about something, um, post it on the Facebook page. Or uh, actually, oh, that's a good idea. First of all, send in or type in or whatever the heck you want to do some of your craziest stories. If you're not in the medical profession, maybe that happened to you or a loved one, or post something that you've read online, like you guys have been doing. And, and, I, I forgot. That's all right. You, I mean, it's age. And uh, <laughs> I had the best idea. Oh, do you have any questions you want to ask us? Yeah, ask us anything. You can ask us. I'm going to leave it open. Okay, so you know the email, and if you don't, it'll be in the page notes or the, the show notes. And yes, let's start doing that. Ask us anything. A-M-A. Ask me anything. Yes. <laughs> she had to think about that one for a, a second. A-U-A. Ask us anything. And we will, you know what? There's nothing we won't answer. Let's nope, just put it out there. There's nothing we will not answer. You can ask me what my bra size is. You can ask me what my cup size is. <laughs> Erica, what would you say my bra size I'm going to say Karen's boobs are about <laughs> triple the size of mine. <laughs> Okay, but that's not saying it. They're triple J's, I would say, which stands for jug, jug, jugs. <laughs> jug, jug, jugs. Yeah, they're hey, ridiculous. Are they really J's? They're they're horrible, horribly huge. I have D's, so I thought mine were really big, but now I, you know, it's... Now I'm staring at your boobs, Karen. Too, well, I mean, they're kind of like, when you see like... Um, they're just right on the table. It's like they've joined they us for dinner. They, they, I use the table to sort of so I can breathe. <sighs> yes. Your back. Do you get a lot of back pain? Yeah. And I've got those like things in my, like the little notches oh, in my shoulders. Yeah. yeah. So as you can see, I'm talking about my breath. We'll There's talk about anything. Talking, but they are. They're, they're sort of a, a, like, you know, when you see some weird, like eye catching thing, you're like, what was that? That's what happens. That's the way people look at me. Not like, ooh la la, girlfriend. They're like, look at those hoots. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, whoa, that poor Ooh. woman. That poor woman. Well, I can't wait to see them when you're 86. You know, some people say like they're like tennis balls inside of um, uh, socks. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be like, um, you know, volleyballs or basketballs inside of stockings. Just in a, a big volleyball or a, a big ass basketball. I'm gr- <laughs> Mary, stay with me. You don't have to look at me, just but stay with me. <laughs> stay with her, Mary. So on that note, <laughs> what a way to end the show. Oh my god. Okay. Thank you to the ones who sent in these stories because they were fantastic. And keep them Oh, we didn't even thank people. Well, let's thank them. All right. Thank you to I'm grabbing the paper. Carla Hudson Smith. Thanks, Carla. Cassandra Hall. Cassandra. Lorraine Ludwell. Thank you, Lorraine. All right, guys. 
Peace. Be kind. Rewind. (laughs) Pet your dog, not your date. Be nice. Clear your eyes. Have your pets spayed or neutered. Peace.